This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. All right, let's uh, stick with that story then or go back to that story relating to South Africa's alleged um, well, sale, provision, or whatever of arms uh, to uh, Russia. Um, this is, of course, uh, um, allegations that were made by the U.S. Uh, Ambassador Ruben Brigitte, um last week, which have uh, set the cat amongst the pigeons and uh, basically triggered a diplomatic spat between South Africa and the U.S. He was demarched, which means he was frog-marched, basically, to appear before our Minister of International Relations to exp- explain himself. But what, though, is the credibility of a story of South Africa selling arms to Russia um, let's talk to defense analyst and independent security specialist, uh, Helmut Heitman. Good morning. Thank you so much for talking to us. Morning. Anytime. Uh, so let's just talk about this. I mean, the, how the, credible the, the story is. I mean, first of all, have we been in the biz, Have we been trading arms uh, with uh, Russia before prior to this now? Not much. I think you'll, if you go into the history, you'll probably find they bought a few small items for their special forces. Because what most most special forces worldwide do is they have an aid of equipment from different countries. Mm. We learn from it, and sometimes it's more useful than they normally have. Mm. So you might find that. But beyond that, no, we've had we've qualified Russian guided ammunition on our artillery, but never bought any. Mm. As far as I know, we've never sold them anything. Mm. So yeah, that's and the real issue is that none of the stuff we make. And indices isn't making much at the moment of the state, and Ellison, for instance. Mm. None of the stuff that we make actually fits their logistic system. The the ammunition we could supply doesn't fit their weapons. So, mm. you know, I'm a little mm. confused as to what it is we could have sold. Now, specifically, the ambassador, if I understood correctly, said arms and ammunition. Yes, so he that did. seems to rule out things like you know, radios or fire control computers or fancy binoculars or anything like that. It suggests actual weapons mm. and ammunition for them. Mm. And that is baffling because, really, I cannot think of a single type of weapon that we make that would actually be something that Russians would practically want now. Mm. Not a quality issue. Our stuff is as good as Russian stuff in some cases better. But it just wouldn't fit their system. It would just create a logistic nightmare for them. Mm. Which would then beg so, the question that if there were arms loaded into that vessel Lady R, um, is it then, I guess, possible that there were arms from somewhere else and South Africa was just being used as a conduit? Well, you know, again... Possible, I suppose, but the the amounts involved seem to be very little. I mean, I have friends that live in Simonstown. None of them noticed a large amount of cargo going into Simonstown. Mm. They, they did see the trucks that came with the containers to load the ammunition that was unloaded from the ship, which was palletized, so had to be put into containers to, to carry up to the ammo depot in Limpopo. Mm. But nobody seems to have seen anything going into Simonstown to be loaded aboard the ship. So nothing much big to start with, mm. and nothing in large quantities. So again, mm. we come down to, you know, arms and ammunition wouldn't work. Mm. Also, again, theoretically at least, any arms coming into the country would have to go through the National Conventional Arms Control Committee's approval mm. process, mm. Also, for, also just for transit. And there's nothing on record there as far as I can make out. Is it? One thing that strikes me as possible is that somebody is smuggling dual-use goods. Mm. Now, whether that is with government approval or whether they bought somebody and smuggled them into, into Sunderstown, you know, that way to get to Russia... I wouldn't know. And again, I would, it'd be silly because you, your stuff is small. I would rather fly it through another country than yeah. find loaded aboard a Russian ship in Simonstown. Also, I mean, this Russian ship, by all accounts, this is not a military ship. What was it doing in a naval base? 
Okay, that's another good question. Now, it seems she hadn't originally intended to call in Simonstown. <clears throat> She'd already sailed past Cape Town, Simonstown, heading up the East Coast. And then she turned around and came into Simonstown and unloaded. So the suspicion I have is that she was intending to unload, perhaps in Durban or Richards Bay or somewhere, mm. which would be a lot closer to the ammunition depot up north, mm. and a lot more logical place to unload. Maybe decided that being under sanctions, there'd be some risk that somebody might try to attach or detain or arrest the ship in a commercial harbor. Now, that won't happen in a, in a naval base. Mm. Which so is they decided to rather go into the naval base and unload there. Because now, there were also reports of a transponder being switched off, which would suggest they didn't want to be detected. Yeah, that is to me somewhat amusing because you switch off your AIS to be super-duper sensitive, but everybody will see you driving to Simonstown. I mean, it's not as if it's a base in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And then also, you know, for all the supposed secrecy, I see one headline said, under the cover of darkness, well, actually, no, the unloading was done under floodlights. And funnily enough, at a time when the rest of Simonstown was blacked out of load shedding. So the unloading was the only entertainment in town that night. Hmm. So it's not that this is not even something that was uh, uh, hidden. It was there in plain sight. So, you know, it's either they, everybody was abysmally stupid, which is always possible, um, or there was nothing particularly sensitive or secretive about it, mm. which then leads to the question, why doesn't the government just simply give a straightforward answer? Mm. Well, the minister didn't give a straight answer yeah. initially. And what about the links? The, the president hasn't. And what about any links, uh, tenuous as there may be, with the uh, military exercises that took place uh, in Durban um, earlier this year? I don't think so. The, you know, the Germans come here for, came here, I don't know if they ever will again, for Exercise Good Hope. They used to ship down their missiles for the test at, at OTR, mm. the test range. And they were unloaded in Cape Town and then up to OTR. Mm. Um, in this case, it was all small stuff unloaded and it all went to an ammunition depot in, in Popo. Mm. So nothing went down to Richards Bay or Durban where it could have been used in that exercise. Very interesting. So I don't think there was a connection with that. The, well, the only connection is, of course, us buddy, you know, buddying up to Russia over the exercise, having a ship call here, yeah. having a revolution landed waterproof. That that makes some people twitching. My God, the amount of information that you have on this, I don't even know do we, what we need an, a whole judicial inquiry for. Well, that's what baffles me. I mean, you know, this, this blew up in December. If the president was doing his job, he must have a realized that. Oh boy, if we sell arms to Russia, there's going to be a nasty blowback from America, yeah. which is going to be crippling for the economy. Okay. So pick up the phone to the Ministry of Defense and maybe one or two other ministries say, listen, guys, or in fact, as Commander-in-Chief, pick up the phone directly to the Navy and say, listen, what was unloaded and loaded in Simonstown? Simple. Helmut so Heitman. should have had an answer. Mm. Helmut Heitman, as always, thanks so much for talking to us. Pleasure. Anytime. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.